Yeah. Did you enjoy club? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tired to be boxing. She's tired. Oh. Um. Yeah. You have to let me share the screen. I think. Okay. I think I've done something. Think. Think I did it. Okay, so this week is letting go of unhealthy habits. Um, do me to show the images first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's someone else in one. the waiting room. So, um, coping strategies. I don't know if anyone can see any on here that they might use or any that they feel that they've got that on on here. Um, sometimes we need to just feel better in that moment and we can use so many different coping mechanisms that sort of bring equilibrium back, you know, like to us internally. Um, my my one was um work but the coping mechanisms can stem way 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 further back like for me using work to sort of make me feel better was stopping me acknowledging the things that i needed to acknowledge um but it was also a point of a, a self-worth like i didn't feel like i was worthy and i believed that if I was successful, then I'd be worthy because I didn't realise that I was already worthy without anything else. So these are like little, like little indicators of um, what we could be doing, what we could be using for, for coping mechanisms to cover up other things. Um, okay, love, the next one. Okay, so then I'll open this one. <clears throat> okay so we stay negative <laughs> okay um so we all have um oh i'm gone I'm just someone else in. we all have um vices some of us are aware of them and some of us aren't i was never aware of mine um and it's sort of like an instant gratification this can, instant gratification can come from, um, there's a theory, science-based theory, which is um, called the marshmallow effect. If anyone's heard of it, or if not, you can have a little look at it. Um, basically, you'd put two marshmallows, you put one marshmallow on a plate in front of a child, and you would say to the child, if you don't eat that marshmallow, um, I'll give you some more when, when you come back, so you're not just going to have one. Some children will just eat the marshmallow, and some children will wait in the experiment to get more marshmallows. Now, if we feel sometimes of instant gratification, we found that maybe we're not going to get some things later, like not on better's going to come. And we don't normally get things, so we need to like get what we can now before we have nothing type of thing, like a lack mentality. That's a little bit around instant gratification. But how we can take instant gratification into our um, vices, and create unhealthy habits is by the feeling that we're going to get in the moment rather than how we're going to feel later we should always ask ourselves how we're going to feel later how we're going to feel later so drinking alcohol it numbs our emotions and it distracts us we have a hangover and the emotions come back sometimes it can come back worse this doesn't necessarily just go does it and um, substances so we could be in such a low that like we want to feel high um, feel a high and, and feel, feel like um, just don't want to be like if you're down you just want to feel a high um, but then obviously there's there's come downs and there's health implications and there's everything else to that people toxic people um, people can keep our mind busy and um, afterwards we can regret that so if we've got some sort of um, 
wound within us that feels a need for a certain feeling that maybe we lacked earlier on in life we can get those feelings from toxic people and we're not really thinking about what we're sacrificing in the process of that we just want this void filling right now we've got this void in us and we just need a filling we need to feel okay again whereas after this with toxic people um that that feeling sort of still there and obviously if the person leaves then the feeling will obviously resurface as well we like that we could be like that with colleagues and friendships and like and, and romantically and um, trying to fill our voids through people that maybe aren't good for us and we could be sacrificing what our core needs are but our core needs aren't normally our um priority when we've got like deeper rooted basic needs that need to be fulfilled instantly we just go with basic needs because that's what we need um another science on that is um in the hierarchy of needs and that shows different states of like needs that we go through so that's toxic people and um, binge eating it brings comfort in the moment and after it you can feel like you've overindulged and just don't feel good about yourself but in that present moment it's an instant price it's an instant gratification and um, overspending so just being out of control and then obviously you can have financial issues so we're trying to fill things within us through buying things to make us feel a certain way we never ever want a thing there's nothing in the world that we we want we want the feeling of how the thing will give us so if it's a home it could be to have safety and feel secure if it's a car it could be if it's like a, a flashy car it could be to feel like it, it achieved and um, we were talking on the last um live before on the program about um, overindulging on like um, clothes and things like that um if you've had a lack when you were younger you could be um trying to fill that but overspending as a whole you know we're, we're searching for something in the things so if anyone's got anything around that have a little think of how the thing makes you feel and that'll give you some clues um where so distractions um and feeling like you're you're in control so that can come from um having a lack of control having fear um of the future and a lack of security so we can do that to, to try and bring security to ourselves and work workaholic is mainly never about money it's normally about security so if you haven't had the security you, you sort of over um overcompensate to try and give yourself that and the how you can feel later is exhaustion exhaustion underappreciated and health issues when we overgive there's a good thing around boundaries as well when we overgive we um we expect a certain thing when we overgive this is why the people pleasing and the boundaries are so important because if you do done something for someone else and then they didn't give you back what you thought you wanted you get frustrated but you're not frustrated with them you're frustrated with yourself because you put yourself out to do those things that you shouldn't have done but you were going after doing those things to give you a feeling of being needed so yeah that's um instant how we feel instantly and how we can feel later after some of those okay this one is um examples of healthy coping versus the unhealthy <clears throat> So we've got setting goals to create change. Um, and then we've got complaining without taking action. So it's okay to want to be somewhere else. You know, we all want to get better and do better. Um, but sort of the victim mentality would be like complaining over things, but not doing anything to, you know, change the situation. Seeking therapy or support, avoidance of feelings, um, creating healthy boundaries, projecting feelings onto others taking responsibility of our own feelings and actions. Um, we can um, abuse drugs and alcohol for none. 
assailants or any of the other of those unhealthy coping mechanisms. So we have positive. <clears throat> Yay! Um, so coping mechanisms and strategies that we can use. Um, we can change our environment. When a flower doesn't bloom, it's not normally the flower. It's normally the environment in which it grows. And so many of us change us, change ourselves, depending on where we are. Um, but instead of changing ourselves, we can change the environment as all of our, our goals is to get closer to the truest, most authentic version of ourselves. We can self-soothe through taking a bath. Water is really good for self-soothing. Um, we can talk to someone. We can get out all the negativity that we might have on social media or things that are triggering for us. Positive self-talk, which is like what we should be doing every day to build ourselves up. There's enough people in the world to tear us down, isn't there? So we can't be letting ourselves be one of them. Um, setting boundaries. This is how we work around... Um, not feeling guilty of around people pleasing as well. When we set a boundary and we acknowledge why the boundary is there, and then we acknowledge to ourselves of what will happen if we overstep the boundary, it's easier to set the boundaries. But with a lot of boundaries, it's about reinforcement. So you can set a boundary, but people are going to push you, and they're going to push you, and they're going to push you. So it's just about reinforcing, reinforcing, and reinforcing. The hardest, the hardest one to do first is to actually set it to actually speak up around something that maybe you you haven't been and you've self-sacrificed is difficult to do when you've actually haven't acknowledged it for so long so it's like creating a new change and um, meditation we all need to um just get back in the present don't we a lot of us can spend so much time in the past and so much time in the future you know we can either be down or we can be anxious so right now in this present moment, all as well. There's no pain right now, right here. Any pain that we've got has come from somewhere else and we choose if we want to keep on to it or not. Keep, keep hold of it or not. Rest and relaxation. So resting is productive too. Like how great you feel after you've just had like, you've just allowed yourself to just be for a minute and you come back even better. Um, our diet and eating right starting to look at ourselves as food as fuel rather than like indulgence and um, that was a big shift for me the eating right one um i've been eating right for quite a while now but beforehand i didn't even use to eat food I just eat snacks packets of biscuits like because i was just working 18 hours a day and it was just grabbing for hunger not for fuel um, and obviously then you get your fatigue and everything after it and your body's just not getting what it needs, is it? Um, yeah, and visiting friends, being around the people that we want to be around, writing and drawing to form a meditation and plan, plan a vacation or plan anything. Planning gives us a sense of control of where we're heading. And then I just think there's not enough, it's not spoken about enough. There should be like a lot more research on what planning actually does. It gives you a full, a full sense of control around what, where you're going. So, yeah. Okay, and then the last one I've made is just... the Oh, look at this! Some examples of um, coping skills, focusing on your emotions at the time, and then some um, coping skills focused on solving the problem that's making you reach for these bad habits. So talk through, talk through this then, love. Okay, so if you were to focus on, on easing your emotions rather than going to your bad habit, you could do mm -hmm. things that are like um, the instant gratification, but positive. So taking a bath, uh, meditating, go to the mirror and give yourself a pep talk and exercise are all going to give you um, ultimately probably what you're looking for in the moment but then that's not going to solve it long-term. So then the, on the other side are examples of how you can um, focus on solving that problem so you're not going to that thing. So um, obviously these are applicable for 
specific oh. problems there'll be a million different things won't there that will go through on this worksheet yeah um, but it's like if it's toxic people you know establish your healthy boundaries to ensure that you're not going to them um if there's a million things on your mind and it's causing stress create your to-do lists like that's what that is so i think we need probably we need both really don't we yeah yeah is going to make you get in the bath and go right i need to do me to do list like <laughs> they kind yeah. of go hand in hand don't they yeah i feel like the left is a little bit um nurturing and the right is a bit disciplining as well oh i like that it is yeah it? yeah it is so like nature first always isn't it yeah like i used to get so confused with that i used to think it's discipline that i needed you know when i wasn't doing the stuff i needed to do Mm. I think I need some discipline that's what I need and then I'd push and push and push and push and push and wouldn't feel any better and it's it's crazy I'm just taking that little snippet of a break and giving yourself a little bit of nurture and then the discipline after but yeah love that one I thought you'd like that one I was proud of that one yeah brilliant <laughs> okay Yeah, so they're all in your downloads with your worksheet for you to revert back to. Um, and this is your coursework. Can everybody see this as it come up? Yeah, you can see it. If anyone's on that hasn't been on before, basically you can do this in your book. Um, just get a pen, piece of paper, whatever you want to do. Um, and we're just going to do this together. Feel free throughout this um, time to just stop me. And um, if you need examples or you want to share anything, please do. Because that's what we're all here for together. Otherwise, you may as well just be doing it on your own anytime. So, yeah, I'll, um, I'll talk through them as we go. And um, feel free to share. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about relationships with unhealthy coping mechanisms. We can sometimes reach out for things that can numb our emotions or give us comfort. For many of us, this is an unconscious tool that we use that we think is helping us feel better, but sometimes they can make us feel worse. Explore here an unhealthy habit you realize you may have. See the download section for support on what most common ones are. So those downloads that we've just had before um just write down now what your what you may feel you have as uh, an unhealthy coping mechanism is there a science list behind why we go to the unhealthy before we even consider like giving ourselves what we need yeah it's normal pathways in our brain so like <laughs> it's so bad isn't it like we we've got these pathways in our brain and we've done it over and over you, some of you will probably hear me talking about these um path pathways neural pathways so we've got a piece of paper we've got a pencil and we've drawn one line and then we've drawn another line and we've drawn another line and we've done that for so long over and over and over and over. So it's, I've got our brain, it's easier for us to do that. Switching it to the healthy coping mechanism is something that we haven't done before. So we're basically creating a brand new habit and we're creating a new neural pathway in our brain. So first, it's a bit like you've just got to be fully aware, find out what the bad habit is. And when you go to reach for the bad habit, get aware of it and have something in place that you're going to swap it with. What you'll do then is you'll create a new neural pathway in your brain and then automatically after time, you'll start going for that one. This isn't something that's always going to be really hard. It's not always going to be something that you've got to constantly work at. You can create the new habit and the old one will completely fall away. And I've done that myself with so many before. And it's hard for the first three weeks, I'd say. And then after that, you, you, you just instantly go for it, for the healthy one, because you've created the new pathway. So it's lacking that awareness in the first instance, isn't it? You don't... Yeah. realize and you just reach for whatever's nearest or society's brought to your door or whatever it is and then, yeah. you then and you just keep going back don't you mm. yeah it's the awareness of it yeah it's the awareness of it so many of us aren't 
Well, look at that with the work thing I had. I never knew that. I never knew that yeah. that was a problem. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I do what I used to say. At least I've got it. At least I'm, um, <laughs> at least I'm addicted to something that's good for me. That's what I yeah. used to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, but addiction is addiction. There is no good addiction, Liz. But I used to think that in my head. Oh, I'm made up. I've got this addiction. I could have had another worse one. <laughs> like, yeah, like your mind tells you stuff that you want to hear to like convince you what you're doing is okay. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Yeah. Cognitive dissonance theory is, is, is when we have two beliefs that contradict each other and the lies that we tell ourselves, wow, to release, to release the discomfort is beyond me. Terrible lies that we say just to make us feel better and bring us back. So yeah, okay, let's go on to the next one. How is this unhealthy for you and your life? Make it specific to you. It's important that we understand the connection and the impact our vices have. When we disconnect or distance ourselves from them, it makes it much easier for us to keep the habit. So for me, an example, mine was work and it was bad for my life because I didn't make any time for anything else in my life. It was so unbalanced. I'd work seven days and when I wasn't working, I was sleeping. So that was unhealthy. And that's how that addiction grew and grew and grew into the point where it completely took over my life. And I didn't have a life. Didn't have one. That's why I'm so thinking now about living. <laughs> so, yeah, have a little think how yours are affecting your life. I thought it was really important to like make us face how it affects us as a person. Like if you talk about smoking, you say, oh yeah, no, I know it makes people ill or like affects your lungs, but you're kind of like disconnecting that from you. But if you go, no, but if I smoke and I get sick and I can't work and my kids suffer or they haven't got a mum at home, like that sort of like it makes it emotionally resonate a bit deeper, I think, doesn't it? Than just going, yeah, I know it does that, but so what? Like you've got to like face, what's it going to do to you? Whereas it's like, you just go over it, don't you? Yeah, and I think this is the problem as well. Like we all resonate with things more when it's harming somebody else than when it's harming ourselves. Yeah. You know, like if it's going to harm someone else, then we'll, we'll think about it. But if it's harming ourselves, that's okay. No problem yeah like wow so looking at it in that way like does um does open it up more for you to actually look at what the possibilities are around it it's thinking of the personal promises that you could break as well in this process if you've got a set of personal promises for yourself that you live by, values. Say, for instance, like Laurie's just said that about um, smoking could make you sick and then you wouldn't be able to like take care of your children. One of your values could be that you'd always there for your children. So it's looking at how it can affect them as well. And we all know if we don't live by our promises and our values, we feel like shit. Okay, are you ready for me to go? Yeah, just jot that question down of how it, how that, how does that affect your promises? When do you reach for the vice? What is it? What that? What is it that is going on in or around your life? Yeah, what is going on at that time when you reach for the vice? Is it you're stressed? Are you triggered by someone? There may be multiple situations um, that can cause us to do so. Explore them here. So this habit that you've got, this vice that you've got, 
when do you reach for it? Try and get conscious around the times. And when you start reaching for them for it now, try and take notice of, of what you're doing in the present moment. What is it that's making you need it? Because if you if you minimize the risk and drown that out, then you're gonna be less triggered to reach for it. Okay, see you on the next one. Just before we answer the next question, has everyone, um, has anyone not got anything? If no one answers, I'll just assume everyone's got something. So I just don't want anyone sitting there and not doing the work. If you haven't got anything, you could maybe explore it. Come on, questions then. <laughs> right, okay. How do you feel? in that time when you are feeling the need to reach into this habit. So just write down now. A lot of the time we could be feeling vulnerable. If we're needing comfort and assurance and security. Sometimes we can be feeling overwhelmed, lack of control, like we can't handle something that's going on in the present time and we just want that feeling to go away we just want to numb that feeling because we feel like we, we don't know what we're going to do with it hey lord you want to go on that one why do you think this habit makes you feel better in the moment what does it bring to you to create some awareness around how it makes you feel in that instant gratification and in that, in that moment when you reach for that bite, how do you feel instantly? Do you feel comfort, security? Try and get that feeling because it's that feeling that you're going to need to work with. That, that's the root. This feeling is the root. And you can give this to yourself in other ways, but you need to know what the feeling is first. How do you feel afterwards? It could be an hour later, a week later. How does this habit affect your life? Some habits are just, there is no end. So you might have to look way ahead, way, way, way ahead. Like for me, there was my, my habit didn't sort of have a, how I felt later but it could be like in 10 years I'd look back and go oh my god I didn't live I didn't spend any time on like relationships friendships whatever it is didn't spend much time with family because it was this addiction had me working seven days a week to fill these voids that I had So it could be, could be straight away. Something like food could be the next day, but something like alcohol. Does anyone want to share this um, feeling? How their habit or vice makes them feel? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Go on, Laura. What can you do to change this habit? Oh, Helen, regret. Regret. Shame. 
weightlessness. Okay. With regret, it would be to say that you believe that something should be different other than, other than how it is. So everything is as it is. Everything happens as it's meant to happen. The problem that we have is we, we have a, an ideal of what something should be like, and that's where pain comes from. If you release of what you think something should be like, and get presence of what it is and acceptance around that, then that helps with regret and shame and guilt and hate. This all comes back to self-talk. I'm not too sure if it was like self-hate or if it was like hatred towards others. With hatred towards others, it could be like from a victim mentality point. So what could help around that is to take accountability for the current um, circumstance, which sometimes we don't want to do because it's not our fault and why should we? But the only way that we reclaim our power is to take accountability for that current thing. Um, if it's self, self-hatred, this is um, building up internal trust and our inner dialogue and creating time and space for ourselves, making sure that there is a time in the day that is solely for you. That is so important, like solely for you. It could be half an hour, but nothing else or anyone else matters in that present time. And within that time, connecting to yourself and asking yourself how you feel and giving yourself lots and lots and lots of love and being really gentle because every time you say something negative about yourself you're tearing yourself down a little bit more inside and then you haven't got the confidence and the motivation to do the things that you want to do and then if you don't do the things that you know you should be doing then you feel disappointed in yourself. And if you feel disappointed in yourself, you start to hate yourself. So it's just the do 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 And the first step of that is, is what we're doing here now. It's having time to yourself. Um, journaling is huge for that. But when you journal, journal to yourself, like ask yourself like how you feel and Reassure yourself. Loads of reassurance all the time. Just think of this as a little child idea. And you, you need to keep reassuring her because she's dead. All the time. Just reassurance, reassurance, reassurance. And then you won't look outside. And then when you're fuller, you'll have the motivation to do the things that you need to do and the confidence. And then you also wouldn't like break your personal promises as well if that was the case or you wouldn't let people into your life that you are not good for you because you did have healthy boundaries those come out in like so many ways um so what can you do to change this habit or your relationship with it how are you taking back the power I wish I'd have read something like this and asked myself these questions at that time. Because for me to take back my power and change my relationship with it, I had to completely, I completely self-destructed first to the point, like a, to breaking point where I had no choice. But I wish that I'd have asked myself these questions before because I wouldn't have had to go through the process as painful as it was of like like not having a choice and sometimes that's what it takes but now that we're here and then um, we can acknowledge it we, we can change things before it gets to that point 
which is amazing. Okay, Laura. Let's talk about conscious actions. Think about this vice. How can you consciously interrupt this automatic habit before you reach it, before you reach for it the next time? Think about what usually happens in the moment before, before you take action and what can you do to stop it? So on this, the best thing to do with a habit is to normally swap it. So rather than just not think, try and swap it with something healthy. This will bring familiarity, familiar, familiar, familiarity <laughs> to your brain. And then eventually you'll just always go for that and it'll just replace it. Even a child's good to remember for this stuff, isn't it? There's like, you yeah. know, kind of, if you, would you do this to your inner child? What would you tell your inner child to stop you doing this? Like, yeah, if you're struggling to connect with it, that's the good way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely that to um, imagine yourself as a child and you're hating yourself, basically. And you know you're hating yourself. Like, you wouldn't let your children do that. So you shouldn't let yourself do that. Okay, Laura. How can you make breaking this habit an easier, smoother process for yourself? How are you going to take conscious action to minimise the risks of falling into the pattern in the future? So go have a look at the work that you've done right now and circle or even write down again what you said before, where is the time that you normally reach for it? How can you minimise things around that so you get less exposure to that trigger? And have a look at the feeling that the vice gives you. And how can you fill that? fulfill that feeling with other things that are healthy what would you swap it to that give you that same feeling because ultimately it's the feeling that you want hey laura Now you're conscious of this habit, what can you do for yourself to keep your decisions in logic rather than emotion? This is going to help you reframe yourself from going for the instant gratification. So when we choose the habit, we're normally in, a, in an emotional state, like we just need something. So how can we logically stay conscious about it so maybe jotting down five things of how this thing is harming you that's being logic around the habit it might be something that you can just constantly look at you know around that time when you go to do it we can all change our behaviors we can all change our habits and all rewire anything any action any belief that we have we can change it like it's possible to do that. Okay, Laura. So you need your lovely music. Okay. <clears throat> Close your eyes now and visualize yourself in a situation where you previously used your device. Take yourself. Two minutes, normally make unconscious decision, visualize yourself, change your behavior, taking the positive route of actions so you don't reach for the unpleasant pleasure. Think deep inside in your mind as clearly as you can, really feel the emotions come over. Right. So just get comfortable. We're just going to um, do a little visualization and this will. Um, There we go. This will start the process for us. 
I've already our mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and what's real. So if we do this in our mind now, we've already done it once. Okay. So if you just want to close your eyes, just unclench your jaw and relax your shoulders. Inhale and hold. And exhale. Anything that comes through your mind now, just let it go. Stay focused on the music or on my voice. It's normal for things to come in and out of your mind now. That's okay. Just let them go. Okay, and inhale. Exhale. I want you to imagine yourself in the space or the place where you normally reach for this dice. Look around you, what's there? Are you indoors, are you out? Is the furniture, is the not? See it clearly in your mind. Try and really get that picture as vivid as you can in your mind now. Are the smells around? How can you bring yourself to that place now? Okay, so you've been triggered and you're going to reach for this habit now. Be conscious of what's triggered you. Be conscious of how you want to feel, how you think this habit of ice is going to make you feel. Now I want you to swap it. Okay, so you've changed the behavior now. You went to your healthy coping mechanism, which is ultimately gonna give you the same feelings as the unhealthy one did. How do you feel? Taking control like that. Really feel those feelings inside. You've done it. And now we do it over and over until it becomes second nature. Really, really feel how that feels in that present moment. Imagine, imagine you would have carried on with that negative habit. You wouldn't feel like this right now. You wouldn't feel this way. This is giving you a better feeling. Go with the healthy habit. Okay, we're back in the room. <laughs> like, did everyone see clearly? Yeah. Mm. Okay, just write about that now, because that will be so vivid to you now. Really vivid. Every all the questions that you just answered will. Seem like just a few words now. So just write about it. Mainly how, how you're feeling. Make sure you write down what the place looked like because that will help you to go back next time. Okay, Laura. How do you feel about this? What we've just done now? Was you already aware of the habit? Wasn't you? Did you realise how much it was harming you or the harm that it could possibly cause in the future? What are you going to take forward with you? Do you think it's going to make a difference to change this habit to the new habit? 
What is the new habit? What you mainly want to be writing down is the feeling that you've been trying to get from the vice, as well as the feeling of what triggers you. You can redo this, can't you, Liz, for like each vice? Because yeah, some of us probably have a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to get some clarity around around them. We want to know why we're wanting to numb things, really. So ask yourself that question. Well, it is, and you don't often. Well, I, <clears throat> I haven't. Um, well, I'm sorry, I don't even know what I'm saying now. Um, but yeah, it, it's getting to that. Why are you doing it? Isn't it? Yeah. Which you know, I think many are. Well, I wasn't aware of anyway. Really, are you why I was doing it? Yeah, and it's comfort for me. Yeah. Really, and um, <clears throat> I think what it's come down to, I need self care for myself. Yeah. Because I'm reaching for something that's giving me comfort. Um, I put like lonely bored, but I can't be bored. But I think then I went on and I put like comfort and security and more words like that. Um, and then I put it again. I can't even remember what the question was. The question five of that feeling you get when you've got that thing. Um, you know, and comfort come up a lot. So that's down to self-care, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. And if you remember the what's the problem thing that we've done? What's, what's the problem? What's the problem? How's it yeah, problem? How's it yeah, problem? Yeah, yeah. Try that. Try yeah. that. Mm. And if anyone else hasn't, hasn't done the... There's anyone here that hasn't done the what's the problem? Basically, That's good, that. It is, isn't it? If you yeah. ask yourself, um, what is the problem? And then ask yourself that seven times. Because most of the time, the problem is not the problem. And the reason why we don't overcome mm. things is because everyone's trying to fix a problem that's not the problem. There's always a root problem, a root cause to the problem. So if you ask yourself over and over, you'll be struggling to find them words like that. What Claire's just done with um, you had quite a few things before you got to comfort, didn't you? Yeah, but you don't, but you, I don't know. I don't think enough people probably do get to the root cause of what they're doing, do they? Yeah. No, most people don't even acknowledge what they're doing. Never mind, get to the cause of what they're doing. Hello. It's funny, isn't it? And the way yeah. you, the way you word the questions as well. It's just how you get to these answers. It's just nuts, isn't it? The things yeah. that you find, you're like, yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's because how it's written is like how I found mine, mm. and what I what I had to discover internally to. So it's coming from that way, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've already been through it, but in the yeah. reverse way. So I'm just re-engineering it to, to get you to where I got to. Yeah, but the, what comes out is just, um, it's all to put into words, isn't it really? Yeah, especially when you don't acknowledge it and you're not conscious to it. It's, it's a huge surprise, isn't it? To be like, oh, and then it's doing this because of this. I know, and then it's there in front of you and you're like, just like, wow, how the hell did I get to that? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that what the problem one will be really good if anyone's struggling to to find that. So how do you feel about it? What have you learned? What will you take forward? Okay, Laura. That's it. All done. Yeah. Yeah, all done. So does anyone want to share anything? Do you want to start the share screen, Laura? Yes. Thank you. I'll mute myself. Everyone's quiet tonight. Going on, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, but you know, when we were doing the meditation, the things that I had wrote down to stop myself from doing the bad habit didn't even come into play. No, <laughs> no, which is a good, I suppose. Yeah, it was something completely different. So, it so was you got a like new it. insight from the visualization, I, then. I got a new one, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just need to um I just need to check in with myself <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, you know what even set alarms on your phone you know I've written that down that, yeah that just bring you back to the present like I'll make sure like at least every hour even for a few seconds that I'm yeah. back that I come back because we yeah. can get in our head and go so far sometimes can't we yeah <laughs> that's like the problem because the one that I put down was like overeating, like binge eating and then, and then overspending. I didn't yeah. even concentrate on overspending. I just did the binge eating. Yeah. So that's quite good. And it was feeling overwhelmed that makes me do it. Mm-hmm. And stressing the kids. Um, so just taking that step back and just breathing and fresh air or whatever for a couple of minutes was. Yeah, it only takes a split second as well to break it. Yeah, yeah it's all you need all to break years. it, literally. <laughs> yeah. What? I said all these years. All these years, I know. And it all I have takes... to do is breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, all we have to do is get conscious that we're doing it, and then we can stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. It was, but I'll do it with overspending for the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. It does not more empowering as well than breaking a cycle. Like, how you feel when you've actually done it. And then once you've done it, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to do this with this. And I'm going to do it with this. And I'm going to do it with this. I'm going to do it with this. And you just keep going until you, 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 you're in a healthy life. Yeah. What's funny is though, is you know, when you said, why, what are your feelings? Why you do it? And then how do you feel about it in the future? I felt exactly the same. So I'm not even getting anything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can tell. So. <laughs> Yeah, so you're not getting even anything good out of it anyway. Yeah. Not actually nothing positive has come from it. I'm still in the same situation. So wow, that's so powerful, isn't it? To think you're not even getting an instant gratification from it. No, I'm not trying to do it. With the eating Alex, like I discovered like those beliefs were ingrained in me from like a childhood. Like you're feeling sad, you grab the ice cream. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You're feeling happy, you go out for tea. Like everything that I felt was turned back to food. And it's like, when you acknowledge that, it's like, wow, yeah. Yeah. The instant, isn't it? But then, yeah, after a while, you stop getting the good feelings, don't you? And you just go, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. Didn't actually yeah. feel any better for that. It's, Mine it's- was like, I used to go to the fridge and open the fridge and stand there, like unconsciously, yeah. didn't even yeah. know I was doing it. And my husband would go, now, he goes, what are you doing in the fridge? And I go, oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mind just takes you somewhere and you're like, oh, God, I'm not even hungry, what am I doing in the fridge? No, that's where I was when I made, meditated before, was stood in front of my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, and like one of the things I wrote down was to do it, to feel worthy. Like, I don't even know where that comes from. I've never thought of that before. And um, yeah, that's mad, fun, isn't it? Mm. It's it's bizarre some of the things that you you come up with, like because we're so we live so unconsciously. Mm. We just go about our day and never acknowledge anything, when really one split second, one split second can change everything. Yeah. Everything. Just being awake. Yeah. Wait until the summer. Five ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't eat now I'll breathe yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks oh. God. thank you thank you does anybody else want to share anything do you know what I found which was really strange when I discovered what it was I started blaming everybody and everything and anything but myself so I went through I because um, when I'm at home with my children, I need this habit in my life. It's just what I do because that's what I do when I'm at home. So there was like, I was finding excuses, but then I realized that one of my biggest things that I'm trying to sort of master is um, routine. And mine's gone like through all those questions, it went full circle back to my routine, which is like my biggest issue in life. So it's nothing to do with the habit. It's just my bad routine that I'm still doing the, the habits. Like everything just comes back to routine. That's what I need to do. Yeah. It's it. Well, it's that's it. I know. It's crazy. 
Yeah, I really as long as you've got the thing, it's good that you've got it. Yeah, I've just got to get over it. <laughs> I've got to stop it. But if you found what to do to stop it, though, have you not? Yeah, like I'm going to try an alternative. And then I think if I change my morning routine, it will sort of stop that habit anyway. So okay. I think that's what it's going to be. Okay. I'll try. Well, you'll soon know tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> you can't not break that now. No, I know. I know. Am I thinking the next time? I've broken it so many times, but then I just go back. It's like a control thing. When I feel like I'm losing control, I'll go back to it because that's my safety net. Yeah. If I'm busy, it sort of calms me down, I guess. I don't know. Have you, when you've stopped it before, have you swapped it with something else before? Yeah. Mm. And have you done it for extended periods of time? Yeah, so like when I when I was pregnant with my children and stuff, that's like nine months. I broke the habit then, but just with nothing, just just yeah. because it wasn't for me. Um, See, that's like what we were saying before, though, Beck, where you did that for your kids. I know, like, but I but can't when, do it for me. But you can't do it for you. No, yeah. it's weird. What about little Becky though? yeah okay. I need to do it for her <laughs> I need to do it for her yeah I'm gonna write it down I'm gonna do it tomorrow tomorrow God. <laughs> yeah it's crazy as if we will do anything for, for everyone else and I when know. it's like for us, this is why in a child so good mm. because you look at yourself differently yeah it's crazy mm. there you go I really enjoyed that thank you everyone thank you mm. Okay, if um, if anybody else doesn't want to share anything, then um, yeah, we'll do same time next week. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are we doing Thank next you. week? I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, no one knows. Before you go. <laughs> there's a few things. There's a few things that we've been working on. You just need to decide. Is there something that you have in mind? No, I want to do everything. <clears throat> Is there anything that anything specific that anybody any anything specific that comes to anyone's mind? Um, I need to fill that box thing and I keep meaning to do it. This week's just gone so quick. Um, oh yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And it's yeah. all good, so whatever you pick. Okay. I think it's always relevant as well. Like it's always yeah to what's going on well it is for me so like you say it's that, weird isn't it the way that yeah, is always it's the really case. weird really weird mm. like literally the day. like when I when I joined the call today I just felt I just felt like crap and like now I feel like I've done what I needed to do I need to go and journal and then I can go and have a nice night's sleep it's it's just mind -blowing. It is like incredible when you just give yourself five minutes, like you just give yourself five minutes and start to acknowledge how you feel. Yeah. Like, why didn't no one tell us this? Yeah. Why? Give yourself five minutes and do something yeah. that helps you grow. Like mm -hmm. I, I was thinking today, oh no, I don't really have anything, you know, because I don't really like drink. Like I go out now and again or whatever, and like I've given up smoking. I don't smoke. I smoke a vape, like, but, um, but then when you do it, loads of things come out. And you go, oh yeah, and that, and that, and that, and that. <laughs> don't you? Yeah, it's always it's always someone who can't pinpoint what it is that has more. Yeah. You know, like no, no, there's nothing. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Well, I'm glad you found them, Claire. right so yeah we'll um i don't know the answer is to that clear okay no <laughs> um, so there's a there's a few there's a few different things that we're working on but um i'm just looking uh, at the list and i'm like oh no all of them right now i know no, like, <laughs> I know it's, it's so hard to pick, but I think whatever one we pick, hopefully that's that's the one that's right and what's what what resonates the most in that time. Yeah, it'll be good whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. 
Um, I love doing it as well. You know, it makes me, when I'm reading it out, I'm like doing it myself in the head. You know, like just checking, just checking. Yeah. It's good yeah. to like revisit things, you know, and these will always be there for you as well if you, if you ever want to go back and do them again. Yeah, definitely. We create new ones all the time, don't we? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Well, it was lovely to see everyone. And um, I look forward to seeing you all next week. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.